I like ego depletion because it really I'm able to translate this into procrastination for different things. <laughs> oh, like, right. I'm not going to do this, especially not now. I, I probably have bigger things I got, to think about yeah. later on in my I, life. Right? I might murder someone if I try, <laughs> if I try to do Sudoku. You know how every day Dan gets me. You know how Dan, Dan every day we want to murder people, <laughs> and you're just trying not to murder people every minute right. of the day. That's ego depletion. Right. Thanks for listening to Ethics. If you would like to earn behavioral ethics CPE for listening to this podcast, there is now a premium course available for purchase on the Earmark app. Just go to earmarkcpe.com or download the Earmark app from the App Store or from the Google Play Store. And now raise your glass to this episode of Ethics. Zero in. Accountants have the responsibility to uphold accountability, transparency, and ensure ethical decision-making. And are expected to support fair and reliable financial reporting and disclosures in support of the public interest. Hello, and welcome to Ethics. Uh, I'm Greg Kite. I am a licensed CPA in the great state of Utah. And I'm Adam Browd. I have a master's in business administration from Brigham Young University. Ethics is the only certified course where the presenters get more and more while at the same time discussing the intricacies of behavioral ethics. Today's episode is ego depletion, transparency, and we are going to take seven during the course of this one hour podcast. So Adam, let's just get this first one out of the way right now. Bottoms up. Ah, it's like poison. (laughs) That is the second time I've ever had how yeah, that? Uh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to a whole new world, Adam yeah. Brown. Second time, and I'm gonna go all the way till my eighth time of having <laughs> just today. <laughs> so fun. Um, ugh. good. That... Do, you, do you see where we're at? <laughs> no, we we also have another. We oh, oh yeah, there we there go. There it is. We also have another person in the studio with us today. The wonderful Crystal Paloa. She is in charge of our fate. When she rings the bell, we have to take another sh- And for today's podcast, we are dr- a sparkle donkey. T- they are not a sponsor. We are poor. They, But they they do sparkle, and it is uh, to and I, I liked that. That was actually pretty good. It, this, oh, is, good. This, this might be the best t- I've ever had. It was it's, better than the other t- that I had one time. Did it? It's like, yeah. it's got a little sweetness to it. Yeah. Too. Hopefully they will be a sponsor now that they Yeah. Have. And seriously, okay, real quick, real quick story. Please. So I found this to uh, when Crystal and I were on a trip to Jackson Hole. Uh, we stopped at several stores on the way there and the way back oh, and wow. searched for a completely different type of, of And when I found Sparkle Donkey to El Burro Esparcalo, I was like, I can't not pick that up so it's just been sitting on a shelf it is a beautiful looking as well it is really pretty and and here's so here's another a fun fact i don't know if you knew this about uh i don't know most things okay first off do you know is made from blue agave i did know that and do you know that it's only manufactured in certain parts of mexico oh for real yeah and and i believe so i believe in terms of ethics i believe it is unethical for one to call to to if it's not made in those certain parts of Mexico, and it's definitely unethical for them to call to if it's not made from blue agave. Interesting. Otherwise, it needs to be called. Oh. Which I've actually never had. So it's either. like clean water. 
right sort of right deal yeah it's the same, same kind of thing there's ethics everywhere <laughs> uh, but but the weird thing is again would it be unethical to make something from i don't know purple agave mm. and say that it's still t- how would you interpret that yourself i think in it's terms un- of the ethics of t- and versus meth- i think it's just unethical to gatekeep the word t- in general we all know what it means so <laughs> right. just like just call it all t- does it taste like hot p- then it's t- <laughs> don't yeah. don't don't church it up m- i think just don't give d- too much to talk about is the problem because I feel like this conversation has probably happened a thousand times right after people took their first shot of t- yeah and to, and the and t- just need to come together like the 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 Capulets <laughs> and the Montagues and overcome their differences you That's are so think. not going to be quoting uh, uh or citing Shakespeare I plan in, on in in about 20 minutes I plan on citing a different Shakespearean play <laughs> for each Per- this oh. one is Romeo and Juliet. Just Perfect. wait what's okay. to come. I love it. Now, to get into it, we got two main topics we're talking about. The first one today is called ego depletion. Real quick, uh, Adam, one of the things I love about having one of the many things I love about having you here on the podcast is that you have a background in uh, psychology. Yes. Was it your undergrad degree was in psychology? Yes, my undergrad my, was psychology. I have one undergrad in mathematics, oh, very nice. different from psychology. Another one in accounting, also very different from psychology. I'm amazed that even with those degrees, you still understand humans. I think that's very <laughs> impressive. Yeah, well, last time you were like, oh, I get I get accounting ethics. You guys are supposed to be a robot. That's true. And that that's I think that's a... That's a wonderful that's insight. One of, yeah, that into was, my I said world. that before three shits, and after that, you can't quote me back to myself because okay. I don't know that I okay. remember much of it. <laughs> this podcast is very fun. It's fun to get paid to get. It shits. feels like being a hot girl at is. a bar. Is what it feels like right <laughs> yeah. now. This is fun. Right never on. experienced well, you are, this before. You, you, well, honestly, for an accounting for something that's accounting CPE, you are the hot girl at the <laughs> bar. Um, but let's get so ego depletion. It's a it's a term that's not that most people don't know the term, but most people I think at least have some kind of concept of the idea behind the term of sure. ego depletion. Um, ego depletion. Ex- when you call your ego, <laughs> and, no. It's, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know what the ego is, right? Right. right. But is it that is it that deep? I, we're talking like id and e, probably not. Well, no, I think I think it is. Okay, so so real quick, and and you stop me when I'm wrong. Real yeah. quick refresher course on Freudian psychology. Yeah, let's is do there's this. three portions of the psych of the psyche. Correct. There's the id, yes. which is like the animal brain. Like all I want to do is. Hunt Eat, right, 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 right. Right? Is mm-hmm. that? Is that? That's, I think that's what Freud. I think Freud would probably say that, and he'd be like, "Hell yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> he it would is. say." Oh, but yes, hell yes, that's yeah. correct. If anything, he'd be like, "But that's mostly what, just your mother." Right. <laughs> he'd insert. An inst- and, I don't want to say the word insert. And, <laughs> anyway. and then, right. He, yeah. Ooh, that's whoop. yeah. Good. Good call. <laughs> and then there's the super ego. Yeah. Which is the part of you that's like, if I understand, and maybe I, I need some clarification. The super ego is like your super logical side, where it's like, yeah, 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 I yeah, need. Yeah. This is this is what right. This is what makes sense. That's what I remember. Okay. Yes. And then the ego is really what moderates you between the two things, which makes sure that the id doesn't go too hard towards yeah. hunting and eating. It's that social filter. Yeah, and and it do, and it also regulates you from going too hard into this. Just ma- it keeps us from being human robots. Yeah, is what it keeps the, you in check. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so ego depletion. The idea of ego depletion is this: 
is that humans have a limited supply of willpower on any given day or any given period of time. And as you use up your finite supply of willpower, then... Your ego gets tired. Yeah. It can only say no so many times. That's kind of what it is, right? Right. And I think the idea is that the ego is basically your self-control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So we got that. And this actually comes to our snacks today because trying to be an ethical and responsible person who's having a friend over to get him a crazy drink in 50 minutes, <laughs> yes. uh, I do have some things for us to eat because it's always good to have. Things is a good description of some of what is in front of us, yes. These come from the original experiment from the late 1980s. And that's a weird thing. Ego depletion was not labeled as such until the late 1980s where I was going, why wasn't it a thing that was labeled in like... Brains didn't exist before the 80s. I guess something. It's, it's yeah. weird. But but here's what the the uh, the experimenter did there is he he had people... Oh, oh, oh there's, our, there's, a, there's the bell. Here we go. Number right. two, Sparkle Donkey. Woo. It really is like the smoothest to I've ever had in my life. I overfilled my last time. You did. Sure. Yep, you did. Um, but it's okay. really not bad. No, so in the in the uh, in the original experiment for ego depletion, yes. what they did, what the experimenter did, is he had he had fresh baked cookies. Oh, yum! And the fresh baked I don't have fresh baked cookies, but not only were they fresh baked, they like baked them in the room where the the people who were in the experiment were, so it smelled like fresh nice. baked okay. cookies. Okay, I already know enough about psychology to know that if there's fresh baked cookies in this, uh-huh. that means and they also had get this a steaming pile of. Sh- Close. And they made people eat that sh- And that's like what every psychology experience is. It's like, picture this, a really uh, nice situation. Everyone's uh, like, that's so nice. And then they made them do this horrible right. thing that everyone's going to yeah. be embarrassed to say that they're a part of. So, so what did they do? So they had the fresh baked cookies. There you go. And it smelled like fresh baked cookies. Delicious. And then they also had a plate full of radishes <laughs> is what it was. Mm. And, they told, and, and like randomly, they told some people in the experiment, you get to eat cookies, as many cookies as you want psychologists and, are the worst and the other group was like you have to eat radishes yeah and everyone was probably thrilled and, with either decision yeah right right but apparently there was still in this experiment the people like could it was like you have to eat the radishes yeah but you'll get rewarded if you only eat the radishes you'll get oh. punished somehow you know or you won't get the reward if you eat the cookies so, so it feels like, very psychological right right exactly. even the cookies are not as good as you wish they could be <laughs> And I, this is life. This I, is a reflection on life. And I assume for the cookie people, it'd be like, hey, you could go ahead and knock yourself on the, out, out on the radishes. Yeah. But uh, you'll get, you, you won't get as much of a reward if you just stick with the cookies. So it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a thing. But then after that, the food part of the experiment went away. And then they forced all the people to trace a design. They're like, you have to trace this design on this piece of paper. It was a very intricate design. And it was one of those things where you can't lift your pencil off the paper okay. to trace it and they're like you you win if you can trace the entire thing without lifting your pencil off the paper and the thing that the people in the experiment didn't know is it was impossible you it was impossible to oh, to, to complete it have to lift it yeah to yeah trace. it's gotcha yeah exactly but it was interesting so you couldn't really tell that unless you knew it ahead of time also what i love about psychological experiences is that they perfectly reflect life you know how when you're sitting somewhere and someone's like you can only eat turnips and then they have you and then they have you trace a picture right typical that was that was tuesday for me at work (laughs) it's weird my boss is weird yeah uh so but but what they what, what they were recording 
was how long how much time you how, spend on how it? long they would before they gave up sure They'd go how how much time you spent trying to trace this and how many attempts you took oh. to trace oh, it okay and it was nearly for the people who got to eat cookies yeah it was like double they the double the amount of tries double the amount of time they spent trying oh, really? to do the if trying you to, ate cookies you wanted to try harder you, yeah well but it wasn't so much that it was that if you had you used up your self control eating those damn radishes and so at the end of that you just you didn't have the because your ego kept telling you hey you know we're eating radishes it's like it smells so good in here that by the time it's like and now i have to do this crappy art project you're like no i'm gonna bounce (laughs) right that's what it was yeah exactly and so so the idea so really and it's not technically true but but the idea was that the cookie group was the control group Mm. and the radish group was the experimental group okay. and the, it's not a perfect control no it doesn't feel like no that. but i mean <laughs> there had to be some third group that was like we got no food and had to trace and maybe but those are some of my favorite ones is it, when it's like and then there was a control group who just like sat around for half an hour and we just watched right <laughs> that's right, it right so um so, so that was that was supposed to be the initial uh display of ego, ego depletion. depletion. And so because of that, the snacks I have here today are I couldn't find my grocery store did not have radishes, but they oh. had they had turnips. They had turnips. Yeah. And so so Adam, you during this entire podcast, you can only eat the turnips or you don't get paid for the podcast. Bullshit. <laughs> No, you signed. You signed. <laughs> no, and, and if you eat one freaking Reese's Pieces, which is one of your favorite candies, that's true. You get you get no money no, for this podcast. So we'll see how long you can last on that. <laughs> but you don't even know how I, you have no understanding of who I am because I, I am only going to eat Reese's Pieces this whole time. Uh, okay, because let me just ugh, let, let me just say. If I was in that study, my trust for authority is so low that if someone was like, you can have this, but then later there's going to be a reward, I'd be like, bull****, only trust what's in front of you right now. It's the only thing you could do, especially for psychologists. Okay, while you were talking, I ate a bite of a turnip. Terrible decision. They're not good. You're They're gonna, like, yeah, you oh. need to to wash out the bad yeah, turnip taste. I do. That's how is bad turnip taste. Is it time to take taste. another <laughs> Can we anyways? <laughs> I don't have anything to wash... Ego depletion. Did you Ugh. know that Obama? This is at least this is what I heard. Obama wore like the exact same thing every single day to avoid ego depletion. Have you, you heard I, this before? No, I haven't. That or it was either that or he had someone else pick out his clothes. I can't oh, remember oh, which uh, it is. But basically, he said that he wanted to limit the amount. And maybe I'm completely off, and people who are listening to this can like comment yeah. or whatever. But I'm pretty sure he said uh, that way he can limit the amount of decisions he was making in a day, so that when okay. bigger ones came up. Huh. He wasn't just like, ah, sure, Newcomb, and like move right. on with his life. <laughs> like he, he right. was just like, well, I didn't choose my well, suit today, so I can actually say don't nuke them. Okay. I can stop with that. Let's get back to that in just a second. I also do the exact same thing. I wear almost the exact same outfit every single day for the same reason, because <laughs> I, I think of myself as highly as the president <laughs> of the United States of America. As you should, because what do you do? What's your day job? My day job is writing silly ads and making jokes and right. telling them on stage. And you want to make sure you're you're not uh, ethically and morally compromised. Yeah, that's why I do that. Um, well, let's let's get specifically to some uh, to some professional ethics. Okay. So the guy that I uh, that I refer to tons and tons throughout all of the ethical training that I do is a gentleman named Dan Ariely. Which fun fact, I got to meet him. I actually interviewed him. Dan Ariely. Yeah. I've never heard of him. Uh, 
<laughs> on an old podcast, Dan Ariely. That's what he I almost said. have it. And I so badly wanted this guy to like me. Like I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna be funny and I'm gonna be fun. He was so annoyed with me oh, throughout no. the entire No, he like seriously, because he is a college professor, mm. and I totally got the vibe off of him the entire time I was interviewing where he was like, Hey, how about you just stop talking? Oh, there we Oop, go. There's the tone. Finally, this turnip. Uh I don't um, know why three is always the easiest one. That was uh, seriously this this sparkle donkey. I can't recommend it enough. So, uh, yeah. So he he was like, "You're not funny, and you're talking too much. How about you shut up and let me say what I'm what, oh, what I want to no. say." Dan, if yeah. you're listening to this, Greg is a delight. And Please you've give been him a second and, chance. Uh, th- thank you. Yeah. Uh, but here's what he says in his book, "The Honest Truth About Dishonesty." He says, "If you wear down your willpower, you will have considerably more trouble regulating your desires, and that difficulty can wear down your honesty as well." Oh, we are continually tempted throughout the day. And our ability to fight this temptation weakens with time and accumulated resistance. So he thinks we just default to being liar, liar, pants on fire type people? Yeah, well, I I think... And the, it I, takes more courage or will to be able to like tell the truth when you're tempted to lie. Yeah, and and if you're tempted to lie over and over, if there's... Mostly makes me feel like Dan's a bad person. That's it, what that quote makes <laughs> Dan is like, you know how we okay. all want to lie constantly? You know how you're just on the... It's like a Freudian thing where it's like, you know how you want to have with your mom and everyone's it's like, like the what? No, what? Huh? He's like, oh, let's move past this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but my, my bigger point I'm sure you're a good stands. guy, Dan. Dan, right. if you're listening to this, listen to how nice Greg and, is being to you and how mean it, I am. Right, because... Compare that. Greg's to the light. Yeah, give me a... Don't hang out with me. Give me a second. Maybe Dan had had a bad day before he got on the podcast. Maybe. Maybe his ego had been depleted. But here's here's the thing. Here's how he backs up his claim. He, as a behavioral psychologist, a behavioral economist, yes. um, he did an experiment with people. And here's the experiment. And I have the picture on your paper oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you have, too. So the, so the, the experiment was this. He has a, a box, a square. Uh-huh. There's a line that goes through the middle of the square, dividing yeah. it in half. Box and dots. And then there's, yeah, just random. The dots are random. Okay. They're there. So... What this was the this was the graphic that came up. The only thing that changed every time the graphic came up was the the dots and where they were oh, okay. in the boxes. I think even maybe the number of dots changed every time. Okay, but but he did this experiment. So if you came Pops in, up different dots, different locations. And, okay, and you had one. You got to look at the you got to look at the square mm-hmm. with dots. Yes, for exactly one second. Okay, and then after looking at it for one second, you had to decide whether you believed there was more dots on the right hand side or on the left hand side oh. of the box. Oh, okay. And that's and that was the whole thing. And I've looked at this for like 30 seconds now and I still couldn't tell you what's Yeah, side. and you know what? I've used Top, this maybe? I'm an accountant and I've used this graphic innumerable times. I have never taken the time to count the dots to figure <laughs> out which one which I think is I think that's a betrayal of my profession No, I've I never think that's done good that. because that would deplete your ego. You got bigger oh, questions oh, to gotcha, answer gotcha. instead. So yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um this so, is also okay. I like ego depletion because it really I'm able to translate this into procrastination for different things. <laughs> oh, like, right. I'm not going to do this, especially not now. I, I probably have bigger things I got, to think about yeah. later on in my I, life. I right? might murder someone if I try, <laughs> if I try to do Sudoku. You know how every day Dan gets me. You know how Dan, Dan every day we want to murder people, <laughs> and you're just trying not to murder people every minute right. of the day. That's ego depletion. Right. So, okay, so here's how... So, so far, you understand the, the concept of what these people were supposed to do. Yeah. The, the way that he depleted their ego was thusly. Okay. Is that if you... Cl- so, so your job and what your question was uh-huh. is... There's more dots on which side of this box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so your your job was to either click left or right, mm-hmm. but you got paid a half a cent 
every time you said that there was more on the right side, mm. you got paid five cents every time you clicked that there was more on the left side. Okay. So your job was to say which side had more dots. Your compensation was based on whether you were clicking right or left, regardless of where Ooh, the dots were. Tricky, tricky. Yeah, and I not, like this one. And not this only devious. that, you signed up to do this for an hour of oh. your of your life. So you're seeing the the graphic for one second, and you have to respond right or left. I don't know if this is true, but I think this is the same way you get Bitcoin. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Is that right? That is. This okay. is my he, and he actually mined a bunch of Bitcoin this way and he did not that's how he funded his experiment. So so fungible experiment. What he found was he that was good. Thanks. What he found was that after a certain amount of time and, and it apparently it varied greatly from from individual to individual. Oh. But over the course of the hour it sounds like without exception there would come a point where they're clearly very interested in going in doing the experiment right of going oh, right yeah, or yeah, left. Yeah. And then at some point everyone or nearly everyone just fell off a cliff where they were like going Screw this experiment. Give Why, me my money. <laughs> Why the hell did I sign up for this? And I'm they a were, student. Get and they, paid. They were just going left, 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 oh, left. I left, love that left. it only cost five cents to make someone be right. dishonest as well, well. But granted, the stakes for dishonesty very low. Right. But still, five cents, and you're like, eh, it's yeah. fine. But it's also an hour that you're doing it for. That's so long. It's, it's so long. And I could see where that would just completely erode. I realize I just said that's so long and our podcast is one hour and listeners are like, you're <laughs> telling me, buddy. <laughs> so, and and so here's the question. Yes. Were those people in that experiment, were they being dishonest uh, by clicking left? I, I feel like their honesty would be dependent on their report afterwards. Like if you ask them like, did you respond to this the way that we asked? Or I guess if they agreed up front, like, oh, yes, yeah. I will answer in this way. Right. I would say, yeah, they're being dishonest. Right. Well, and I think, so again, in my, I wasn't part of the experiment, but in my mind, the way the experiment works is you see the graphic. You weren't. For, thanks for telling me you weren't a part of the I experiment. Wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't a part of it. This isn't this is, part. I would love if you were, and you're this, like, okay. was I being dishonest? I still don't know. I need, <laughs> Please. I need help. I feel so great. tortured <laughs> yeah. internally. I still can't eat cookies to this day. I'm still <laughs> eating turnips. But they saw the graphic for, again, one second. And then I think after that, in my mind, it, the, the question came yeah. up, were there more dots on the right or the left? Yeah. So then you were lying if there was clearly more dots on the right and you still clicked left. Yeah. You were At that point, you yeah. were 100% lying. So yeah, you, you were, were being lying. unethical. Yeah. You, just you were won, lying to get the money. money. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, which accountants, that is directly applicable. Exactly. So, um, so we have experimental evidence that people are being dishonest yeah. when their ego is depleted. I want to point out, I haven't eaten any turnips, and I haven't eaten any you Reese's should, Pieces. Will you try one? They're horrible. No, I don't. Just give it a shot. I found the loophole in your experiment, and that I don't have to eat either one. You don't have to eat either. And I should still get I the know. money. Well, maybe you will. I'm going to see if those if those Reese's Pieces erode your... Uh, your self control. No, don't mm. eat them in front of me. Oh. I do. I do feel Not my good. ego being depleted mm. in a funny way. Oh, wait. Where at this first turn, I was like, on. "Let's do ASMR real quick." Mm. No, gross. No one wants. Oh, oh, there we go. And now I have to wash these down with Sparkle Donkey. It's so funny. At two, shits, I'm still excited. At three, shits, I'm still excited. It's after four that I'm like, "Oh God, mm. we're doing this more." Is this four? Wow. Mm. Um, <sighs> my ego is being depleted in a way that I like. At the beginning, I was like. There's no way I'm eating a turnip, but now I'm at least enough that I'm like, 
might need a turn up. What's it going to do to me? <laughs> Your ego is being depleted the wrong way. The so wrong like, way. Like, like peer pressure could work. Come on, yeah. man. Eat a turnip. Before my yep. ego was like, there's no way you want to eat one of those do you wanna, And now my id is like, you can eat a turnip. Do you want to die without ever having the experience of eating a turnip raw? <laughs> no. I mean, room, room temperature raw mm. turnip, no dip? Come on. Room temperature. Get, farm to table, though. It, well, farm to grocery store to fridge for a couple of days to get cutting board to table. <laughs> Back to accountants. Yes. One of the things that Coming I, at you guys. I feel is so important about ego depletion with accountants is mm-hmm. we totally are horrible about depleting our ego during busy season. Oh, because you're constantly... Yeah, you guys are busy. I mean, I'm sure you're busy a lot, but especially one time a year, you guys like go crazy, right? Yeah. For basically a three-month period... We're that Q1 experience or we whatever? Are, yeah, we're pretty close. We're just... Uh, we are intentionally... Like make like ruining ourselves in terms of our ego depletion. Mm. There are firms. Fortunately, I don't. I worked in a firm for one year, and then I got hired away. And now I'm the in-house CPA for a group of medical office buildings. Yeah, that was very difficult to say. Group of medical <laughs> office. The, uh, but, uh, but, but from what I know from people who do work, especially in tax, yeah, in accounting firms. And, but also in audit is during busy season, you're expected to clock often, not every every firm, but often you're expected to clock 60 plus billable hours every week for your job, which means that's just work that you can charge back to a client. It doesn't include like checking emails and going to the bathroom. Or doing the thing that I'm really surprised you guys have to do at the same time as you're preparing taxes is you have to approve my budgeting that I send your way. And if your ego's depleted, why are you guys always such ass and approving what all my budget each year? <laughs> oh, Q, for during in, Q1. For ins- oh, we should just be ego depleted? You would think you, I could put tra- anything out there and, and you would be like, like that looks good to me. But fine. instead, I feel like it's very much so I the think opposite. it could be. It could be like, I don't have time to look at this. No, make it less. Oh, I feel like I feel like most accountants I've known, they maybe they don't look at it, but they just assume that it's bad. And they always send it back to me. They're <laughs> oh, like, too much. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I'm like, oh, really? Well, my official job title is controller, yeah. which means I'm supposed to control spending. So my job is to say, Such a how much you want to spend? How can so we amazed. spend less? How, yeah. And do you know, I actually call myself technically a comptroller because I can come up with my own title mm. uh, because A, I think it's funnier and B, technically it's just the German word for controller. So oh, really? There you go. So Controller. Con- controller. It's comptroller. Hello. I I am here, comptroller kite. Oh, no. So, uh, okay, how do we un? Uh, here's I've got a few things. Actually, with maybe you saw the cheat sheet ahead of time. Don't look at it right now. <laughs> All right. What do you think people can do to uh, to replenish their ego to get their self control stronger after it's been depleted? Because there are some studies that show a few things that you can do. Yeah, you can do a couple things. I'm what do you sure. think? You can like go for a long walk. Okay. Or you can uh, take some personal time, a little self care. Okay. Or good. once again, back to Freud, you can go have s- with your mother. Jesus, stop. It is, it's an option. Stop. Stop. You're not going to give the people all the options, Greg. Uh, it's okay. unethical to limit people just because you have a disagreement <laughs> with the fundamental psychology uh, of it, Greg. Okay. Here's the things that are that that we've really found that can help replenish ego. Sponsored one. by Sparkle Donkey. Gosh. For is fun the uh okay so here's four things that that come up that can that can uh replenish one's replenish ego. Your ego one very clear recovery period Re- okay. is just just uh just because basically when people think about typically when people think about ego depletion they're talking about in a given day 
You've got a limited supply of willpower in a given day. I see that with how, with eating when I'm trying to eat right mm. in, in the mornings. From from when I wake up till about five thirty or six in the evening, oh, yeah. I can eat exactly the diet that I mean to. Oh yeah. And then at that point, I think my ego gets depleted, and I eat all the Doritos. That's and, why I'd, and and Reese's pieces. That's why I decide what I'm going to eat for lunch in the morning. That's true. It, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's and part then, of it. But then the next day, but I'm then not, I never decide what I'm going to eat for dinner, and I I eat the steaming pile of shit that the psychologist yeah. offered me for dinner every single <laughs> right. time. You eat the, the turnips, yeah. I really do. I, yeah. I just eat terribly well, for dinner. But, but here's the other crazy thing that I notice is on the days when I am good the entire day and I go to bed and I go, okay, today I ate exactly the way I'm supposed to. Mm. The next morning, I'm not depleted. I oh. can I can start oh, off the next day because I had a recovery period. Is Sec- that different from latency period? Mm, I don't know. Oh. The... Uh, the next thing to think about... <laughs> How much sparkle is in this donkey? I'm feeling great. <laughs> the two other things that I think are kind of stupid, but but this is what I found in my research that can help undeplete one's ego, mm. is our comedy undeplete? videos... Undeplete? can Refill? replenish. Refill replenish? your ego. Uh, comedy videos and surprise gifts. Comedy videos? Yeah, like, what, like, like here's a cat video from YouTube. Watch this, and then you'll have more self-control. So when I'm scrolling TikTok at work, I should just let people know, no, no, no. This is how... I'm re I'm re undeplenishing my ego. Either I scroll TikTok or I or I embezzle. Yeah. You make the choice. <laughs> so or a surprise gift and and a surprise gift to me makes a little bit surprise better. Surprise gift or surprise gift. Gift. Okay. Surprise gift. Okay. Uh, cat videos or cat gifts and then cat <laughs> gifts. <laughs> no, a surprise gift. Okay. Where it's like, hey, surprise. I call them gifts. Here's a what's have, do you get? Do you ever get gifts from your from your employer? Like, from my employer? Yeah. No. Because, see, again, accountants, they do this. During busy season, they're doing everything they can to, like, make people less hurt about busy season. So oh. it's, it's it's actually fairly common to go, hey, guys, we just ordered an amazing lunch for everybody. Come get your amazing lunch and, and fill your bellies and then go back to, to your schedule. You're telling e. me employers give you free lunch because they want something from you in exchange? Exactly. It's just a trick? Exactly. And, then, and even more so, I believe that I heard a friend who was at a firm who they're, they're not infrequent uh, gift during busy season is, hey, here's a hostess fruit pie and a monster energy drink. <laughs> Keep that at it. That one's much less but, curtained but, for what the design. But again, but another thing that will replenish. We gave your- you guys a free give a basket of ass for tax season. <laughs> here's your gift. Uh, and here's five. Mm. Awesome. We're going to be so uh, deep before we get to the I second hate that topic. I make a face each time I it. Like I genuinely enjoy it, but I can't not make a face for some reason. Um, here's the. Okay. So back to the, the monster energy drink and the uh, hostess fruit pie. Bring it back now. Y'all. Another thing that they've said. Yeah, do it. Tell me how horrible it is. Ah, right. If dirt could pick, this is what it tastes like. Oh my god, this is awful. Isn't it the worst? Seriously, I'd never had a turnip before. I if the dirt bite of urinated, it would urinate turnips. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Why do we keep these? I don't know. I'm gonna. Has science not moved us past the turnip? <laughs> they have to rutabagas. Who? Why? <laughs> so okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, focus up. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take another bite. 
horrible, right? It's awful. You can give up. I'm not going to take it. I took a big old, I think my one bite was bigger than your two little nibbles. What do people use this for? I, for pu- punishing people in psychology experiments. Your bite was bigger? Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> Terrible decision. He just fr- oh terrible uh, decision awesome okay so so monster energy drink and hostess fruit pies yeah yeah um, yeah one of the other things they found will replenish an ego is a blood glucose bump oh so blood sugar I don't know why I thought you were gonna say blood sacrifice but no, I thought for bl- sure <laughs> see they they looked into that but they didn't have an effective control group so they weren't <laughs> able to actually have definitive results from so so blood blood glucose sugar if that goes up. Then you're you're doing better. Mm. You'll have a more replenished ego. So Monster Energy Drink uh, and a Hostess Fruit Pie could do a twofer, where it's a surprise gift and it increases your blood sugar level. So that level. person's boss read the research, gave them what would help, yes. but did not think about the humanity of being kind to human beings and not giving them diabetes. Absolutely. Okay. And then one other interesting twist on this, I I I had uh, so our friend, our comedian friend Shane Smith. Yeah. He was on a webinar, an ethics webinar I did a long time ago. Good for him. And I and we were talking about ego depletion, and it was so fun because he was like, "Hey, Greg, that ego depletion stuff. Everything you said, a hundred percent bullshit." He didn't. He didn't believe it. He doesn't e- buy it. He doesn't buy it at all. And here's why. And I thought this was so interesting. He was in the military, and he said in the military they very specifically in our training they yeah. give us the most mundane tasks, and they're like, you have to do this either until we tell you to stop or until you literally expire from doing it, whether you pass out or you die. Wow. And it's like, do it. it Go and and the whole idea was we're training you because if you can't do this now, then on the battlefield you might have to do something like this, and people are gonna freaking die sure. if you don't do this. And he said, I a hundred percent give me tell me whatever I need to do in the military and tell me to do it infinity times. I will do it infinity times. Sounds like they were increasing his ego well though. Yeah, I think because anyone okay. who has a toddler could obviously tell you, yeah. There's a certain amount of whys that you get asked. My son just entered this age <laughs> yeah. where it's like, hey, it's time to go to bed. Why? Oh, because it's dark outside. Why? Because uh, the sun went down. Why? Because the earth revolves around the sun. Why? Uh, uh, well, that depends on your religious and or scientific <laughs> beliefs at that point. Why? Well, because when man was created, they needed to have explanations for why. They, I don't know. I don't just go to bed. Or you right. know what? Stay up. Stay awake. Right. I don't care. Right. Stay awake. Right. And that's, yeah. Okay. I think anyone with a toddler so would say, be like, no, it happened. It's for real. No, but I think that's a great thing. So, like, so, so two counter examples to ego depletion would be parenting and would be the military. But the idea is the stakes are so great. Sure. Because with a child, you're like, if I'm not parenting right, this child could could die. If you told me I have to eat the rest of this turnip or else you're going to sh- somebody, yeah. I would be like, what did I sign up for? Give me this the, was a terrible right. decision. <laughs> right. And then I would call the cops. But uh, in, a, in a less realistic world, I'd just eat the, t- just just eat the turnip. Eat all the turnips. Yeah. No, exactly. I eat a turnip. And so it's I, pretty gross. I think that's a fascinating insight into ego depletion. And then to bring it back so, around. So for, so for employers, hostage situations <laughs> also increased ego. <laughs> Right. Good. You make ethical decisions or I am going to shit Larry in the break room. Do it. So much work will Be get ethical. Done. So much or work. Or Larry gets it in the face. The trolley experiment was really about ego depletion is what it was. It was. So, 
But on a more realistic level, one of the things that accountants could do yeah. to, and I like what you said, it's not so much that it replenishes the I've ego. I've never met an accountant who doesn't seem on the verge of turning <laughs> in the face. So you, I don't know if it's more realistic. I, okay. I don't feel like I give up that <laughs> You're the exception. Nice. So, uh, so I like what you said, that it's not so much replenishing the ego as it is giving you like a larger chunk of ego yeah. to be, uh, I, I almost I think said it, well. It, it, uh, a a I bigger like well. I think it almost gives you like a superhero ego. Oh, because it's because I don't need to see that being depleted. It's not like it gives you more that's going to get depleted because because uh, you think it's unlimited depleted. I th- well, I, I that's what that's what. Sh- well, let's think of the two examples we said in the military. I use are you, I use if, the if children it was like, version. It was like eat you. Well, let's say this. I'm going to Larry in the face if yeah. you stop eating radishes. Yeah. Then are you gonna? You're just gonna keep eating radishes. Till I need you to know a little bit more radishes. about Larry. I think because I just ate these. <laughs> they're pretty gross. They're pretty gross. Pretty gross. Um, so, so with accountants, the idea would be okay. What we're doing is incredibly important. Oh, okay. And if you make a poor ethical decision, it's gonna ruin people's lives. Oh, which is absolutely the case, and we see that. I mean, the the thing I go to immediately is Enron. People lost their life savings sure. because Arthur Anderson didn't didn't do the job they were supposed to and because the accounts inside Enron were doing some very unethical things. I can't wait till someone screws up so bad they replace Enron as the yeah, classic example. Yeah, it's been example. 20 years. Come on, yeah, let's get It's something. bound to happen. Jeez. So I think it'll be crypto. Someone in crypto. I, I bet you're right. The one. Now, now the 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 thing that kind of sucks about that is that I think initially accounts can go, yeah, what I do is incredibly important, yeah. and if we screw this up, the world markets will collapse. Yeah, that's but actually then, very then, romantic to me. If you just find enough purpose in your work, that's yeah, nice. Gotcha. Ooh. Mm. That's six. Ooh. We're getting close to the end. We haven't even started topic number two. <laughs> so let's get going on that. Okay. Topic number two. Okay, so first off, just to sum up, ego depletion, you're going to make worse ethical choices if you're, uh, if you're exhausted or if you've had to make a lot of ethical decisions. Eventually, you're going to crumble. The research says mm, you're, crumble. you're going you're gonna to make a bad ethical Not decision. Not a sponsor. So maybe, maybe don't work 60 plus hours a week during busy season. There's so many accountants who just rolled their eyes at that, though. Yeah, Greg. yeah. They're going to okay. be like, you have uh, to work 60 hours No, no, no. Hours okay, so here's a better idea. If your firm... Every single freaking accounting firm on the planet freaking says frackers. every everyone says this. They say one of our core values is that we hold that we are we are dedicated to the highest levels of integrity yeah. with what we do. And I call bullshit mm. on a firm who says that, who understands ego depletion, mm. and still requires their employees get to, to get sixty get him, billable hours yeah. of billable time what? every week okay. during busy season that's bullshit and you choke on your core values oh my gosh this is getting so intense. is that you you were egging me on it was yeah, easy to true. do i went full little john on that situation <laughs> okay so topic number two the ultimatum game the ultimatum game okay so i want to start off with this question are we going to play this game we are going to play this game that was an ultimatum i'm feeling okay how are you feeling with the feels i feel pretty good at i don't point. feel i don't feel particularly this is what's I our, feel like I want a shimmy, and that's like my main this is, like, symbol th- that I'm we've like, been, oh, I'm there. I'm trying to re- reach this piece without a- ASMRing them. As soon as I said those sentences, okay. I was like, I'm going to regret everything coming out of my mouth, but I said it anyway. I didn't. I I was so not even paying attention. Which is <sighs> you fine. ate Reese's Pieces. You get no money. So if I won the lottery, because I love winning, I want. I, I hope you do. I won the lottery. You can't. You live I, in Utah. 
No, Wait, I went. You did? I went to Crystal and I went through Arizona. We bought scratchers, and oh. I won the lottery. I won a dollar. Did you know this? You about won me? a dollar. No, listen. You could have asked someone for a dollar. Listen, I know, but listen, I have a collection of because I won a dollar. Yeah, I didn't cash it in when we were in Arizona. I came back. I filled out the form. I sent it into Arizona. I forced them to write me a check, check for, for one dollar that they mailed to me. And guess they what? They lost so I'm, much money I'm on your e- winnings. No, no, I'm not even going to cash the check because what I do is I collect one dollar lottery winning checks <laughs> from every state. And I think that's Arizona awesome. puts me up to ten states that oh, I'm that's at now. Very cool. But here's the thing: if I won big, let's say I won. Fifty plus million dollars in the lottery. Would you yeah. expect me to give you a, a, a piece of that, of that of my winnings? Would, would you? I, would I expect? Would you, you to expect give me fifty million? Would you be hurt if I didn't give you part of my lottery winnings? No. Okay, but it, I would expect to be along for the ride. Okay, like <laughs> you would be doing something cool, and I'd be like, Greg, what am? How am I involved? Yeah, like an ethics webinar where we. Well, you'd probably buy something even more expensive, I, or we'd take like I a don't bottle know. of spark. This is it's very good. This stuff makes me super happy. Yeah, it's fun. So, um, but okay, so fifty what, million dollars. What if? So what if a? What if your best? I tried to explain that, and I was like, "That's fifty millions, and that's that's what the word is." is it, so that doesn't help. No, at all. not at all. What Imagine if a million things. It's fifty of those. Do you have, Still doesn't work. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I'm one of five. Okay, what if your brother won fifty Alex. million dollars? What if Alex won $50 million? Would you expect a, a cut of that? I'd expect it because one of, the, one of the things I think of every night before I go to sleep, one of the things that I start imagining to help me go to bed is if I won the lottery, what would I do with it? Uh-huh. And then I start divvying up the winnings immediately, and family's always first on oh. this. So I would, I would oh. assume that he would give me something. Okay. Well, He's but, a nice guy. But would you be hurt if he didn't if he didn't yeah i'd be a little upset okay. honestly okay yeah. he got something for nothing and he's not gonna pay out yeah okay yeah i'd cool. be upset i love it that's how we're that's how we're setting this up we're gonna play the ultimate if i was less i would pre i would be very passive aggressive and pretend i wouldn't be upset yeah. but i'm honest <laughs> you know. enough right now that i'm like yes alex if you're listening and you won the lottery keep it to yourself because i'm gonna be very upset if you don't <laughs> share it yeah, Alex, listen up. <laughs> so, uh, so we're gonna play the ultimatum game right Let's now. Let's do it. And the ultimatum game is rad. Here's you, you. So, and the Crystal, ultimatum game is rad. Issues. Crystal is going to be playing this as well. So, so you, Crystal, you each have a role to play in okay. this game. So, I will play Caliban from so the Tempest. I am giving you guys. I am giving you guys collectively. You get twenty dollars. So oh, here's, whoa! Here's twenty dollars in cash right here that I'm giving to you and Can Crystal. I have but. Yeah, you can. Ha- you have to have it for for the starters. Okay. Because your role in this game, you get so the, that's twenty dollars for the two of you. Yeah. Your role is that you get to split the money any way you want between you and Crystal. Okay. And then Crystal gets to decide whether she accepts your split or rejects your split. If she accepts it, you guys keep the money the way that it's that is divvied up. If she rejects it, you both get nothing. You get zero. If she rejects it. If she rejects it, I don't get squat. You guys get no money at all if she re- if she rejects it. Do I actually it. get to keep this? Is this a bonus? Yes, it Dope, is. Dude. It's a bonus because I'm because I'm ethical AF. Um, so this is interesting because it's advantageous for her to take anything because if she says no, she's going to end up with absolutely nothing. Right, right. Right. And something's better than nothing. Okay. Unless she's like. Screw you, Adam. It is the 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 dollars are not worth as much as the 
is the knife in your eye to be like, <laughs> right. I'm not going to take okay. this. Right. It's worth okay. five bucks to say, screw okay. you, which awesome. is fun. Okay. Here's some, here's which some, Crystal's like the nicest person in the world. So honestly, I think I could nice. give her opinion and she'd be like, no, Adam deserves 1999. He's such a good guy. He deserves 1999. So, so I could use that to my advantage. This Is this what supervillains feel like? This is exactly what they feel like. And your ego has been depleted. And here's number seven. This is about to be depleted. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, <laughs> two other parts of the rules of this game. Go you, on. You can't give her zero. Okay. It seems like you already knew that. You can't. Keep, oh, I didn't know that. You can't keep zero. Whoa, you I'm a really good person. I didn't know I could give her zero. And, and in my worst you, case scenario, I gave her something. Exactly. You gave her a penny. And oh, then I'm the other thing you. is, oh, you I'm guys such can't. A good person. You can't negotiate the split. She can't. She can't be like, hey, listen, if you give me less than this much, I'm totally gonna. Do you know Morse so you code? Can't. Can you blink in Morse code? <laughs> so, so your job right now because. Is split up that split up that cash. You know what's dude. fun is you were like you have to give this to her, and my first thought was I have to give this into her away, and so my first thought was like yeah. Oh, is, is making it rain, making it rain, sort of style and Because because I gave you I gave you the right the proper denominations where you can make any split. You got a ten, a five, four ones, three quarters, a dime, two nickels, and five pennies. Look at that six in, and I can still be an accountant. You know what's fun? What's that? Six in. I didn't understand. Oh, we're that. seven. Seven I didn't understand a word you're you pouring said. yourself a number eight. Oh, damn, don't we're do seven that. Don't do it. I, I think your wife would make me you ready slap for, that shot out of your hand. You ready for Adam to completely screw up your experiment? Yeah, here's 20 bucks, Crystal. Oh, but you can't. That's against the rules. I'll take a penny. Oh, okay, 1999. All right, so Crystal, what about that? Crystal. I'll, I immediately feel bad, actually. Can I change your answer? No, no, no. You did it. You made it. So, Crystal, your job is to accept, accept or reject it. the split. But keep in mind, we hold a relationship after this experiment. You can give <laughs> some stuff back if you want. Oh, I love what you just said. What do you do? Do you accept the split or you do you reject the split? Buy yourself something nice. Um, I would accept, but I feel like he wants me to not accept. No, no I want no, you what, to accept well, What do you it. want to do? Follow your heart. I do what your heart says. I want you to accept it. I want you to accept it. I mean, it, come on. On behalf accept of it. Sp- I Except on it. behalf of the Sparkle Donkey oh, family. Oh, she okay. She's not on a mic. She would personally say, um, "Let's split it." Let's split. Oh, so she would reject it. She would accept it only you know to redistribute you know it after the fact. What's fun That's about against this? I was gonna split it even, but it was worth it enough to screw up Greg's experiment right. for me to give you ten nine ninety nine extra. So, so what do you do? Final answer. Oh, no, no, no. You're not allowed to negotiate. Yeah, so you have to final accept offer, or do you accept it or reject it? Take my gift. She yeah. accepts it. Okay. Oh, Which makes it okay. Heart. Let me tell you many things. So there's so many cool things that just happened right now Please. in this experiment. So first off, can't wait um, to buy something with this penny. They because uh, I read a ton of, of, Mr. of research about this exact game because this is like a favorite game for social scientists. The world round That's is true. Psychologists exp- love this game. Because you you'd heard about this game before. That's too many times. Too ma- you're so bored with this. Too so, many times. So let me see if these if this makes sense so first off what they found was that generally speaking if the split is less generous than 75 25 so you keep 75 you mm. give 25 to the other person yeah that generally at that point if it was left some five bucks yeah yeah so if you gave her less than five bucks then all of a sudden the amount of rejections of the offer start just skyrocketing at that point and then imagine the real world percussion repercussions that's a tough word yes repercussions yeah the percussions the 
You're a very if good beatboxer. I play drums with my mouth as well as my hands. Nice. And I if am. Crystal had gotten less than five bucks, imagine the real world repercussions if she actually was upset with me. Wouldn't that be fun? Right. Well, That'd okay. Be very sad. And me. we're gonna get back five to that. Five bucks ruined our relationship. What you just said is like our ver- the very last point I want to make because that's the take home. Mm. Here's another thing I want to tell you about the experiment. Tell me all did, the things, Greg. Because Read 20, Wikipedia 20 bucks is not a life-changing amount of money, obviously. No. However, they did this experiment in, in some third world countries. Oh, yeah. And I yeah, think they used right. like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And where what a that, cruel experiment. That's like that's like a, a month's wages or, or or two weeks worth of so think I remember of, reading this and immediately getting sad. But go on. Yeah, right. It's kind of a oh, thing yeah. to do. It's like, hey, people who can we barely were like, subsist. These people aren't poor enough. Let's find some Let's, starving people right. to feed. <laughs> And so, still not but, feed some of them. But here's oh my what's gosh. great. So two, it, it was somewhere between a half a month and a month's wages for these people is what they were having Psychologists split up. need ethical training. And what they found, same thing. 25% split. And same re- deal. Same deal. Even people who were like, this could put food yeah. on my table. Yeah. They were like, yeah, but it's worth yeah, more where it's like a 20, to say screw you. A 25% of God, that I love would, humans. That's so fun. Would be like a week's wages and you're still like, you were too stingy. But now I love that, honestly. Here's another crazy thing, though. They Tell did me the experience experiment in micronesia okay and apparently micro- the smallest of the nesias it's you can't get well there's the the nanomesia, <laughs> the nanomesia but the micronesia the amnesia the micronesia and the nanomesia they they did uh they did the experiment in micronesia and apparently the culture in micro in micronesia yeah say it again in micronesia <laughs> is that is, is that your social capital is built on gift giving Oh. So they did splits Gifts like are with, more meaningful in Micronesia. Yeah, where you're more, you're like going, I could give a an, a hyper generous offer, which is what you just did. I'm moving to I Micronesia. Can, I can bro. give a hyper generous offer, and I don't get as much money, but everybody's gonna think I'm the fucking man. That's for cool. Doing that, and they'd be like, cool. Yeah, I get yeah, to yeah. split this. I'll keep a penny. You keep nineteen. Did they do that? They did that. But here's the Plus crazy. sweethearts. Did they end up upset about it? The, the, the person receiving the gift did. Would, and they were like, fuck you. Oh, they I would don't, say no. You think I need 1999 of your damn money? Oh, fuck no. you and fuck everything about you. Take your. Nobody gets anything. Which Crystal felt a piece of where she was like, I don't want this much. I want half of it. <laughs> right, right. So, so that's a crazy. A crazy spin on the whole thing. And then, but here's what I want to get to. That just revolutionized my world in gift giving for Christmas. Is When you think of the best gift to give somebody, give them a step down from that. Give them a little bit of disappointment is what I just learned. (laughs) And that's Christmas. That's the true spirit of Christmas. That's the true spirit of that's what Jesus would want. The um but here's the here's the big here's the here's the takeaway I want to talk about. Take me away. Is they did this experiment. Where they made sure that the two parties of yeah. the game were, were completely anonymous. So you, so you were playing this game, but you didn't know. But I didn't it, know Crystal. That would change my decision. Not only did you not know her, you didn't know. It could be your mom. It could be a stranger. You have no idea who this other person is. You don't get to see him. You don't get to interact with him. You know nothing about. Where love them, is blinding it. Period. That you know nothing. And what they found out is in. A complete veil of anonymity between the person between the person splitting the money and the yeah. person 
accepting or rejecting the a offer. A mystery person. They found that people started giving stingier splits. Oh. So they were starting to go, I'm going to keep way more of this money and you, you're you going to take $2 and you you're going to be happy it. about it. And then the, they found the same thing. The other person, the accept or rejecter person, that person would expect more. They they oh. flush deals quicker, like more than at 25%. They'd be like going, I get 50% or I get nothing. So we screw you. We treat strangers worse and strangers expect more from us. Well, no, it's not so much strangers right? it's the fact that you don't even know you Anonymity. know that your identity will never be seen oh man so you're oh. so it's oh. not just that so it's a stranger it's like a protection of my of self yeah because if, if they could see you you could be like because i've done this. i almost said that i almost said you have to understand i'm being recorded right now and whatever is going to happen what i choose yeah. i just chose a scent and everybody knows me for the scent guy but now i'm saying it out loud and that completely ruined it you can't get me dr- and then Which, make me say no, out loud the things that but, make me look nice, Greg. But that's awesome because, listen, because what you just said is exactly the point. So if anonymity makes people bigger. Rubbing days, my nose has never felt better. <laughs> this feels so good. <laughs> last that's last weird. week it was moving your head back moving, and forth. Oh, that's true. Is that, oh, that feels great. <laughs> this is so good. So, okay. But dizzy. Focus in with me for this dizzy, last dizzy, little dizzy. bit. So what you just said was welcome to ethics. Since you were, you were absolutely knew that this was being recorded, and I people knew that you were listening. People would know what Adam Brown, how Adam Brown split that money. Mm. You went hyper, like good guy. Yeah. Well, you, I'd like to think I'm a good guy generally, but maybe that's maybe that's me preserving my image of self already. Where I'm like, no, actually, I made that decision because I am a good person. When really, I made that decision under the influence of both. That- and an audience. Yes. Right? Well, and I'm and but regardless of why you made that and part of what you're saying is what we talked about last time is the bias blind spot where yeah. like going, I'm, I'm so not affected. This- I'm not affected by transparency or anonymity. I'm this way regardless. <laughs> oh, you are right. affected by it. It was a and, joke. But here's the thing. And a good one. Transparency is the silver bullet for ethical behavior. Transparency is the say it again. Yeah, transparency Being invisible. Transparency think of. is the silver bullet for ethical behavior because oh, it does two it does two things. If people can see that this goes back to Greg the accountant, then you're going to be more honest because it's worse to be like, "Hey, I just lied about this, but I got if you it, yeah, the 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 gamble of getting away with it is not worth the personal depletion of your own of my self-esteem, man. of my self there are so uh, many no, words my, in the English language, my, and all of them no, no, are no. so hard but, to find. But right listen, now. It's, it's not the the financial gain is not worth. It's, it's, it's back not to the Micronesia thing. Like Greg's sucks. It's the, it's the social. We all are concerned about our social capital. That makes and sense. The money that I make is not worth me being a pariah yeah, for everybody piranha. on the planet. I don't want to be a social pariah. <laughs> And then the flip side of that, like let's say, let's say there's some dumb rule at work that you're Probably like, this is, is. Have you been to work? Stupid. Yes. Yeah. Like you're going, oh, they only allow me to make 19 copies at maximum on any given month Oof. on the company copy what are you, machine. A teacher in a public school. And then right, and then you go, I need 24, and you're going, no way, bro. And then you, well, you've got this. And so again, transparency is the silver bullet oh. because you can go to your supervisor and go, hey, I know that the policy says 19. I'm going to make 24. Mm. Are you cool with that? 
And then they go, yeah, I'm cool with that. And then you go right on. I Then at that oh. point, you didn't make an unethical decision. Yeah, transparency so, will help you kill werewolves. And, and as soon as you bring it up, so you just made transparency two ways. Yeah. Because you, because on the one hand, if they say, yeah, then you can break the rule, but you're still being ethical because someone in authority over you said, go ahead and do what you're doing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're good. Flip, Explain this. The flip side of that is Crystal's then, out of the room and I'm stealing 10 of her dollar. You just... <laughs> you just... <laughs> Explain that one, Greg. You just, you, well, Hamilton. But by asking, how does a bastard orphan son? Wait, of stop, a stop. We don't have we don't have the rights for that song. The uh, I'm I'm seven, but I still know copyright law. Now we, what was I saying? Um, oh, what was I saying? Sparkle donkey. If you thanks oh. for queuing in to ethics with. People. Hold on, hold we've on. Got we're not, and we've got dollars. I've got one. If last... you like ethics, you should check out our other podcasts, such as Donkey's Time. Donkey Time is about sparkles. They <laughs> can sparkle with the donkeys, and if and we'll drink them. And if you'd like that, then you should check out this box with different dots, uh, sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> so, in summary, tra- be transparent. Uh, guys, uh, this has been uh, episode two. Epi- episode of, two of Drug Ethics, not sponsored by Sparkle Donkeys. No, but, but uh, Sparkle Donkey, shout, shout, uh, call us out. Email yeah. us. Oh, I text got, us. I'm going back to Wyoming. I gotta get more of this stuff. It may have been. It might have been Idaho. It was I it. honestly feel bad for the last week because we were like, "This is fine," but this is this like, is this is top. literally yeah. amazing stuff. This and they're really not a good. sponsor, so um. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, and I'm biased against donkeys to begin with. So, guys, uh, I'm Greg. Fun fact. I'm Greg Kite. Yeah, you are. Don't ever stop and, being you. And, and Greg's pointing at me. He knows because I. Wants, I'm also Greg Kite. <laughs> Plot twist. I'm M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and this has been Drunk Ethics. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Now, go take your quiz and get your CPE. <laughs> <laughs>